Uh, for 11 years now, the Health Quality Ontario has been reporting on the performance of the province's health system. And yesterday, they delivered uh, their latest report. We're joined now by Dr. Joshua Tepper, who's the president and CEO of Health Quality Ontario. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. So um, there's good news and there's bad news in your report. Let's start off with the bad news. What did you learn? Uh, so a number of areas of concern that we saw. Uh, first of all, we continue to see some of our wait times uh, increasing. And we can t- for certain surgeries, uh, if you're in the emergency department, you needed to be admitted to the, to the hospital, that wait time has increased as well. And also the ability to access uh, family doctors and primary care uh, continues to be a problem on sort of a short-term basis when somebody's feeling unwell and needs to get in quickly. I think the other thing that we don't often think about or talk about is that one in 12 people said that they had problems paying for their medical bill. So that would be things that aren't covered under the public system, like certain medications. Okay. And uh, you're finding out that the access to family doctors, I would imagine it it, uh, differs, uh, you know, whether you live in a uh, rural setting or an urban setting. Is that correct? You know, for a lot of our measures, we did find variation uh, across. But in fact, on this measure, we actually saw significant challenges in both urban and rural areas. Now, the the one thing I would say is in urban areas, people often have other opportunities, such as walking clinics or urgent care centers or a wide number of emergency departments. In rural areas, they don't have those same options. So we found pretty similar patterns regardless of geography. Uh, but... Um, But there are more solutions to that problem in an urban setting. I want to go back to the uh, wait time for admission. One of the most disturbing things to me is that you found out that some of the reasons why we're waiting for admission is there's a lot of people occupying hospital beds that shouldn't be there. Can you expand on that? Absolutely. So this is often called uh, patients who are at an alternate level of care, meaning they're they're patients who may be unwell, who may have health care needs, who are in the hospital, but actually don't need the type of services or care that are required in a hospital, which obviously are quite advanced and significant. And these are people who might uh, and could be taken care of in uh, a long-term care facility, at home with home care, or with other types of support. And so it really is uh, patients who the hospital said, you know what, you don't really need to be here anymore, but we don't seem to be able to create enough supports or enough access to supports in the community. So you're there. And in fact, uh, that represented um, thousands of patients a day. In fact, almost 4,000 beds daily uh, occupied by, again, these patients uh, who didn't need the acute services of a hospital. What would happen, doctor, if you are in a situation where uh, you are of urgent need? Do they move you to another hospital then? Well, I think it depends um, what what that need is. And again, if somebody needs emergency surgery, uh, if somebody needs to deliver a baby, you know, those services are being provided. And so, again, I want to reassure people, and I appreciate your question, is that if somebody, you know, has a terrible accident, needs a emergency surgery of some type, people are absolutely getting that care. But again, we also then hear this issue of capacity and we hear about patients who are sometimes having to be in the hallways or have more people uh, in a room. Mm -hmm. Uh, So again, the services are being rendered, uh, but the wait times are increasing uh, and uh, the capacity is really tense. So if there's non-urgent things, there may be delays, which is what some of our data showed. 
We saw that, for example, in hip and knee replacements, which are very common, not usually not an emergency thing, yep. but a common surgery. And we uh, saw, again, some slippage in the wait times. Uh, and it could be in part just, again, the capacity within the hospital to manage it in part. So you're saying the uh, wait times have decreased? Uh, no, they have increased. Oh, they've, well, would the, could that fewer, also fewer. be because we've got more aging population that would need, you know, with the baby boomers getting older, that would need more hips? We do try to do some controlling for things like age and sex to mm-hmm. adjust for a bit of an aging population. Um, and so we do try to take that into account uh, in, in the data. I don't want to get too doom and gloom here. So I know there was some good news in the report. And can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I think there was some really good things in the report. And uh, one is that Ontarians are living longer than ever before. And that's really, really uh, good news in many ways. People say that's the ultimate outcome. Uh, smoking continues to sort of be on a slow and steady decrease, so still more than you'd like to think in 2017, uh, but overall uh, we're seeing some improvement in smoking. And colonoscopy screening, so screening for colon cancer, not colonoscopy screening, but screening for colon cancer, uh, again, not where we want to see it overall, but steady progress over the last several years. So people are getting the message about the importance of screening and, and they're getting their screening done. So those are a few of the really good news stories uh, that come in our report. So ultimately, what's the takeaway? What do you walk away with? What do you talk away You know, that's, it's hard. In a healthcare system as big and complicated as ours, $50 billion, uh, millions and millions of people being served, many on a daily basis, it's hard to have just one or two walkaways. Uh, I think one of the, I think, good walkways is that overall the health of the population uh, when you look at things like longevity seems to be improving. The second thing that we take away is that there's huge variation where you live in the province, how, whether you're poor uh, or wealthy, your level of education has a huge impact on uh, your health outcomes and your health care needs. Uh, and the third is that while there's been improvement in some areas, we also see areas of slippage and areas of concern. I really appreciate your time today, uh, Dr. Tepper. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. You as well. Good weather ahead. (laughs) Cheers, that's for sure. Dr. Joshua Tepper, President and CEO of Health Quality Ontario. They've been delivering um, an annual report for 11 years, and they delivered it yesterday uh, to the province to talk about the state of health care here.